0: The FemPlus podcast. Femme Plus Clinic, the specialised medical service that looks after every aspect of women's healthcare. Hello and welcome to the FemPlus podcast. I'm Rita Brown and today I'm talking to Dr. Rita Gallamberti from FemPlus about HRT. And I think you'll find the next 10 minutes informative and helpful. So, Rita, as always, let's go right back to the beginning. What exactly is HRT?
1: Well, HRT stands for hormone replacement therapy, so the name says it all. So it means to replace in your body the same hormones that your body was producing before and after a certain age, after menopause kicks in, when the ovary stops working, they're
0: not produced anymore. And there are different types of HRT so I suppose firstly what are they and then what are the differences? The main two hormones that we need that the
1: ovaries doesn't produce anymore are oestrogen and progesterone. We lose a little bit of testosterone as well so that's sometimes part of some HRT prescription but the main two ones are oestrogen and progesterone. Of these two hormones the way I explain to patients the oestrogen is your happy pill is the part that makes uh, everything nice and it takes away the symptoms. The progesterone is needed to protect the uterus, the womb, because in the past, many, many, many years ago, the first studies on HRT were done using oestrogen alone. And it was showed very clearly that if you use oestrogen by itself, you can cause endometrial cancer. So it's very easy. If you do have a womb, you need to take oestrogen and progesterone together. If you don't have a womb because you've had an hysterectomy,
0: then you just need to take oestrogen by itself, and that's totally fine. And I've heard of bio-identical HRT, so what exactly is that? This is a very controversial
1: topic uh, because there is bioidentical and body identical and people can get very confused about it. So what we call body identical now is the hormones we normally prescribe to women. In the past, many, many years ago, all the HRT that we used, and there's still some of them on the market at the moment, was a very synthetic preparation, which was derived by horses' urine. So it wasn't that similar to what we have in our body. But what we give to women now is body identical HRT. Tea, which means that it's yes, it's a it's a it's a pharmaceutical preparation, but it's exactly the same of what your ovaries used to produce. Bioidentical, it's a different story. Bioidentical hormones are compounded by private pharmacies. They are a totally non-regulated industry and we don't really know what's in them and we don't really have any scientific data on their usage and safety. So both the British Menopause Society and all the International Menopause Society have spoken very clearly against the use of these products because they are non-regulated. And unfortunately, sometimes women are under the impression that because they're called bioidentical, they're going to be safe. Well, that is not true because any hormones which will link to receptor will have the same uh, effect, uh, both positive and negative, on your body. Uh, If you're using a a compound preparation that we don't know uh, the composition of, you don't really know what the safety profile is. If you use a medication that we know well and we studied well, we can be very clear on what the side effects and the risks are.
0: So make sure to do your research, really, so that you understand exactly what's involved. Exactly. And then going back, I suppose, to, to HRT in general, how do you take it? There are different ways of giving it, um, and that depends a lot on patients'
1: risk factors and sometimes patients' preference as well. So, there are three main ways of submitting uh, HRT. The first one is oral, so tablets like every other medication. The second one is through the skin, and that can happen as a form of a patch or as a form of a gel. And then the third way is, is intravaginally, and that's usually just for estrogens. The way we decide which way to give it to patients depends on risk factors. The difference between the skin and taking a pill is that if you take a pill orally, there is a slightly increased risk of blood clots, but that's not a problem for women who are very low risk, who are slim, no smokers, and especially for younger women, because it is very convenient to take a tablet every day. The second form, the one through the skin, does not have an increased risk of blood clots. So we pick this form in women who are older. So after being on HRT for a few years, we tend to switch everybody to this form of prescription or for women who are overweight or have any other risk factor of cardiovascular disease.
0: And what are the benefits? I suppose that's what people really want to know is why should they take HRT?
1: Yes, well, as we discussed in the first podcast we did, we spoke about symptoms and all the things that women can experience in menopause. And most of those things, not all of them, will go away. So that's the first benefit. The HRT will really relieve symptoms, and will make women feel better. So sleep is improved. The hot flushes and the night nice sweats go very quickly. Brain fog improves. Level of energy is because you're sleeping better, and that's what I. That's why I talk it the happy pill or the happy hormone. Uh, but the most important things about HRT is that there are some long-term benefits as well. As we age and we be- enter menopause, there are three main things that increases for us. Our cardiovascular risk increases, and that's really important because the vast majority of women dies of, die of heart disease. And that's about 50% of women in Europe. And if you do take HRT early menopause, you reduce your cardiovascular risk. So that's a huge benefit that not many women know about. Uh, The second benefit, which again is really, really big, is the reduction of osteoporosis. As we age, bone density is decreased by the lack of estrogen, and if you do replace the estrogen from the beginning of menopause, you reduce this risk really substantially. And the third benefit of HRT is the vaginal benefits, because again, when we don't have estrogens anymore, the vaginal skin changes, it can become very thin, and women develop a condition called vulvovaginal atrophy, which makes sex very uncomfortable. Some women have lots of urinary infections, and uh, The third benefit of HRT is preventing all those symptoms.
0: So what are the risks then? If they're the benefits, what should we also be watching out for? So
1: the first risk, as I said, is the risk of blood clots. And that's only present with the oral form of HRT, with the tablet form. Um, And that risk is not very big, but it does increase with age. And usually if it manifests itself, it's in the first six to eight months of use. The second risk is which, is, which is the one that has stopped many women in the past from taking HRT, is the risk of breast cancer. And the risk of breast cancer is actually much smaller than, that, than women think. And um, it's about four extra cases per thousand women who take HRT, that's the, that's the number. and. Um, in uh, in that, it's important to remember that breast cancer it's a multifactorial disease, so there's lots of other things that affect the risk. For example, if women drink two units of alcohol per day, uh, which is a big, large glass of wine, it's not that much, their risk is higher than if they take HRT over a period of time. If women are overweight or obese, the risk can be 10 to 15 times higher than taking HRT. So while yes, there is a small risk in breast cancer, it is important to remember that the risk is is small uh, and that it is balanced by the reduction in risk of other things that can affect your uh, lifetime risk of death like cardiovascular disease and osteoporosis. So how long should people take HRT for? That's a question I get asked a lot. And one of the reasons why people ask this question is because in the past, we did used to have guidelines that were very specific. You can take it for three years, you can take it for five years. And that's really unfair to women, because we can't tell a patient, we're going to make you feel better, we're going to take all your symptoms away, we're going to make your vagina feel great for five years. But after that, that's it. You'll go back to basics and go to have all your problems again. So that doesn't make any sense. And it really depends on what happens in your lifetime. If you don't develop anything else because of course if you develop a cancer dependent hormone like breast cancer you would have to stop it but if you don't develop any problems theoretically you could stick on the HRT as long as you like um, and to have the improvement in cardiovascular risk and to have the improvement in bone disease you really should take it at least for 10 years so from 50 to 60 we generally say to women don't worry about it and take it and then by then women can make their own decision but women would be very reluctant to stop it and I think they're right in doing that I very often and tell my patient I'm going to take it until I die you can make your own decision but there isn't really any more strict guidelines on the duration of use And is there a time
0: that maybe you could just reduce the dosage gradually?
1: Um, not really um, it depends again on symptoms the, what we tend to do is we tend to use a higher dose in younger women younger women definitely need higher estrogens and then we tend to lower it when they become a bit older the general guideline is to use the lowest dose you can possibly have that controls the symptoms not the lowest dose in general because sometimes that means people get such a tiny dose it doesn't do anything good for them so has to be the lowest dose to control the symptoms but in general term it's higher when you're younger and you need a bit less when you're older because you need less just to maintain the bones and maintain your
0: cardiovascular risk. So the key really is it is very individual it really has to be focused on an individual person. It has to be exactly and that's a discussion
1: that should happen with your own doctor depending on your risk factors and depending on exactly what what symptoms you have and what you want to achieve when you take it
0: okay well i think we've all definitely learned something today dr rita gallimberti from femplus thank you for your time and if you want more information you can get in touch with rita at femplus.ie or call 821 0999 the femplus podcast femplus clinic the specialized medical service that looks after every aspect of women's health care